0: This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the show. Hey, I've got some great things planned for you today. More importantly, I'm going to open up the phone lines, 416-872-1010. You can reach me on our long distance number, 1-877-518-5151, or give me a text, 710 71010. You know what? I want to talk about a few things this week because obviously some major developments, well, at least that's how they wanted to portray it, was the fact that Ontario Liberal government announced first-time buyers' land transfer tax refund is doubled from $2,000 to $4,000. Okay, really? Like do you really think that's going to make much of a difference? I want to know your opinion. Is it going to help anyone? I mean, yes, I know we're talking about $2,000, but in the big scheme of things, it means that people wouldn't be paying land transfer tax up to $368,000. And then after that, of course, if you're in Toronto, you got to pay the Toronto land transfer tax and everything else. So was it was this really such a big deal? You know, did the Liberal government stick their necks out that far and give everybody a bit of a break? Is this going to help first-time homebuyers? I want to know your opinion. 416 Six eight seven two ten ten, And of course, my next question for this hour is, will Donald Trump affect the Canadian real estate market? What do you think? Is uh, Mr. Trump as a president of the United States going to have a problem with Canada? And is he going to have an issue with us and our real estate? Is he actually going to drive our real estate market down? Or do you think it will continue on? These are the questions that I've got this week, and I would love to have your input on it. 416-872-1010. Can Donald Trump affect the Canadian real estate market? And did Kathleen Wynne actually do something decent for first-time homebuyers by giving us a bit of a credit? And uh, I got to tell you, my opinion on the credit, not a chance. $2,000 is not going to help first-time homebuyers get into the marketplace And you know what? And when we take a look at the market, the market is chugging along, even though Vancouver. So if we take a look at Vancouver, Vancouver's numbers are down currently and down from the crazy pace that they had in the spring. But year over year, Vancouver prices are still up 20%. So that's from last year. So 20% inco- increase in their actual pricing. So should we, we be crying for them right now? Or is the fact that their market is stabilizing? And in Toronto, again, we're still in the same ballpark. 20% increase year over year. Pretty much all the markets in the GTA, they are uh, they are doing exceptionally well. So I need to know, what do you think? Is Donald Trump going to affect the Canadian market when he comes in as president? And did Kathleen Wynn do anything for us? So I'm going to go to uh, Jeremy in Newmarket. And welcome to Simply Real Estate, Jeremy. Hi there. How are you? Good, thanks. So what do you think?
0: Well, a couple of things. I think Trump might help our market, if anything, because uh, it seems like uh, there's a lot of people that are a little fearful. So, it's, uh, you know, it's an incentive... For-
1: oh, uh, unfortunately, we lost Jeremy. So he was about to tell us that he thought that Trump might help us out a little. But on top of that, probably um, didn't sound like he was so so positive on the whole land transfer tax. What do you think, folks? Did the uh, – with the fact that the the Liberal government has stepped up and (laughs) – stepped up is such a bad word, eh, Mike, when you think about it? Stepped up, $2,000, wow. You know, And but meanwhile, when they turn around and they introduce the new rules federally that said that you have to have the stress test of your mortgage, which has pretty much wiped out a good 20 to 30% of your buying power when you're using CMHC. Hey, speaking of CMHC, this week also, you know, one of the things I hate doing uh, is opening up some of the government... Uh, releases. And when CMHC came out this week, they wanted to make it sound like the sky was falling. In fact, when you looked at the headlines, I was absolutely shocked at what I was reading. They were absolutely freaking out with the fact that saying, you know, oh, we can handle a $3 billion hit into the marketplace. Um, What they were stress testing is the fact that interest rates have to go up by 2.6% in two quarters. So in six months, interest rates have to jump by 2.6%, the unemployment in Canada has to go up to 11%, and on top of that, we've got to be able to have an earthquake. CMHC actually does an earthquake check to see if they could handle it. Now, come on. I mean, all of this, and this is just to make headlines? Anyways, I think it's a complete waste of our time when they start doing that and a waste of print. So it doesn't make any sense at all. I'm going to go to my chat board. Remember, 71010. 10 you can send me uh, a text. Low interest rates will keep inflating real estate market until it can go no longer. And the other one, Trump can't affect the Canadian real estate market anymore than Trudeau has affected the American market. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that comment, and I'll tell you why. Here's the thing about what Trump's going to do. You know what? They say that inflation is going to go up in the U.S., which then is going to drive the Fed, who's going to push interest rates up. And of course, the bond market changes at that point. And if that's going to happen, then of course, the lowly Canadian government is going to sit there and say, okay, well, we've got to keep pace with the American government. So we're going to start pushing some, some pressure into our interest rates, maybe a little sooner than later. And at the same time, what happens if Trump really does decide to collapse NAFTA, and then somebody's got to renegotiate. Is he going to have an adverse effect to our actual economy? And then the real question is, is that will that affect the real estate market? 416-872-1010. Love to hear from you. You know, interestingly enough, I've been talking to a few agents lately, and they said, listen, you know, it's really hard to come by... Uh, Listings. So there's a lot of low inventory right now. We still see the hot market, and you know I'm looking at these agents, and I said, "So what are you guys doing to get the business?" Oh, well, you know the phone's not ringing that much because people are kind of holding off, and so you know my big question always is: Are realtors actually worth their commissions? If they're just sitting there at the office waiting for the phone to ring for someone to call them to say, "Hey, let's list my house," so you can make a bunch of money. Is that going to make sense? I mean, we know professional agents are normally out doing more than that, but, you know, some of these people are actually sitting there saying, let's just wait and see if people are going to pay us for doing absolute nothing. 416-872-1010. Love to hear from you on my topics today. One is Donald Trump. The other one is the new land transfer tax uh, credit for first-time homebuyers going to help them at all. Now, back to the market for a second. We were talking about uh, the Toronto real estate market and how right now we're seeing... You know, solid increases outside of the GTA. These are the marketplaces that we know are they—they they have to go up because people now have to reach out a little bit, for, a little bit farther, get some affordability. And these are the kind of things that we're looking for. Affordability in a marketplace is very important. And right now, you've got Scarborough, you've got uh, Hamilton, you've got a few other areas that, again. Have the ability of being affordable, and they're still on major lines. And this is important because you've got to be able to get into Toronto if you're going to sit there and actually work with, you know, buying investment real estate or your own home. So it's important that you do this. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to go back to my chat board because it seems to be lighting up quite nicely today. Finding an affordable home has become a struggle for thousands of young couples. Uh, said Ray Ferris, president of the Ontario Real Estate Association. Yep, Ray's uh, a great guy to have. This tax break will reduce a first-time buyer and um, and closing costs and help them save more of their down payment. According to research prepared by Altus Economics of Real Input, LTT rebate will create 5,000 jobs, $268 in economic spinoffs. So, listen... I understand that people are trying to do, um, you know, trying to help this out with this new rebate, but I still don't think it's going to be enough. I don't think it's going to get everybody excited. So, the real question then is what is your opinion on this? What do you think? So, I would believe that most people are on the side that it's not going to do anything. 416 872 1010. Love to hear from you today because we've got the phone lines open and I want to talk anything real estate, really, really important. Now, the other thing that uh, we've got to look at is we're coming into the winter months. So are you preparing your house to sell during Christmas time? Well, I can give you a few tips on that and some of the things that a lot of people want to do is they say, listen, you know what? We don't want to decorate for Christmas. We want to turn around and just put our house into the market And, you know, what? we'll worry about Christmas later. The one thing you need to do is don't change your life. I mean, let's not go crazy. You don't want to have all the elves on the front lawn if you have some spectacular landscaping. Or, for that matter, you know, you don't want to over-decorate. But make sure you're you're still part of the festive season. If this is something you've always done and your family's used to it, don't change. Because the market itself is used to people turning around and decorating their homes and again you're going to be able to get a decent value for your home in this marketplace so don't change your life for it because the market right now coming into the christmas season is staying very strong in fact we have not had a letdown yet this year it's incredible it's been consistent normally we used to create a spring cycle the cycles are gone and at this point this is one of those things that we've got to look at and say to ourselves you know what if the cycle is gone, when are we going to truly find a cooling of the market? Because we need a cooling of the market. And I'm hoping that December and January will actually slow down in the marketplace because you need that. You need that kind of stopgap, which then gives people the time to breathe. You know, get your homes ready. Get ready for the next market time, which should be February, March, and April. Again, cyclical times of the year are better for real estate than a hot market, throughout 12 months it's a lot better to have the cycles it's better for the economy it's better for the market and for us it's uh it's really important so Remember, you can reach me at one 518 5151 for my uh, out-of-town listeners. And um, you know what? When uh, We're going to be going to a break in a minute, but when we come back, I've got Sean on the line, and uh, Sean, hang on. We're going to be talking when we get back. Apparently, uh, President Trump will not make already unaffordable housing any more affordable. i got to agree with that, and to me, you know what? One of the things we've got to be able to determine is where is the market going in 2017? What are your thoughts on it? So... When we come back after the, uh, the quick break, um, we're going to be talking more about, you know, what will the market be doing for 2017? What's your take on it? Is 2017 going to be as strong or are we finally going to run out of gas? You know what? My take on it is it's going to slow down. And even the government with their small measures, it's actually going to be effective. And what we're going to see is the market change up. So I think we've got something to look forward to in 2017 as an adjusted market. But coming up now, we have News Talk Time Saver Traffic.
0: Simply Real Estate continues with Todd
1: C. Slater, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, listen, uh, this hour I'm asking the question to you. What do you think? Did the liberal liberal government do enough to get first-time home buyers into properties by doubling the land transfer tax credit from $2,000 to $4,000? Did it actually do anything? Will it do anything in the near future? 416-872-1010. Love to take your calls on that. And on top of that, will Donald Trump affect the Canadian real estate market? I mean, it's an honest question, you know. We've, uh, we've seen how the U.S. is reacting. We've seen the world markets react. You know, how are we going to react? When he steps in, is he going to screw up the economy so badly that it's going to turn around and backlash and have an effect in Canada? I'm curious about that. So I'm going to go to uh, one of our callers, and uh, it is Sean from Toronto. Sean, thanks for waiting. How are you, Mr. Slater? Good, thanks. Thanks. Welcome to the show. So Thank you. what's, what's your take on this? So south of the border, I mean,
2: I'm not a homeowner, so I'm going to tell you right now, as a non-homeowner, it doesn't matter to me what happens in American politics because it's out of my reach. It's in the stratosphere. So that's just some perspective from that end. But uh, touching on this thing about Kathleen w- – uh, sorry, Kathleen Wynne, uh giving um, handouts now, I mean uh, tax credits, it's just kind of a joke because we got this really corrupt government in Ontario. Everybody knows this, that that it is. And we're clearly coming near an election time because she's starting to give money away, right? They've forgotten what their job is as, as a government, and they're running themselves like they're a corporation. Housing is not affordable. uh inflation rates have not been uh, uh sorry wages have not been on parity with inflation inflation so for me uh home ownership is in the stratosphere not something to be achieved in, in southern ontario definitely not maybe if i go really far out uh i might be able to find something for two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand where i could get a mortgage but you know being that i'm not a doctor or a dentist or a lawyer uh it's just, it's a pipe dream for me to own a house in the GTA.
1: So, and Sean, her, one, her... One, one comment for you also is the fact that now they, they put the stress test into mortgages. So now you have to qualify at a higher interest rate. Right. And that's because most people are using CMHC, which is Canadian Mortgage Housing, the insurance. Right. And so, you know, for a lot of people, uh, instead of being able to afford 400000 now, they're going to ha- only be able to afford 300000 so right. again, I don't. I don't think that the liberal or the federal government are doing anything to help first-time homebuyers, and those are probably the ones that we have to look at the most and try to give them the most aid. Yeah, because we can't enter the market as it stands. Yeah, excellent. Right? Well, thanks, thank thanks you. so much for your call, Sean. Thank you. Have a good okay. Day. Thank you. So you know what, folks? It, you know, good point. Like, listen, first-time home buyers are going to continue to struggle, and I know a lot of us that were in the market years and years ago. You know, we were sitting there saying, "Hey, listen, you know, there was no handouts back then," but the market has changed, and so it is more competitive. And yes, you know, actual labor rates have not gone up at the same pace as the real estate market. You know, the funny thing is, nor has the rent rates. When you take a look at rentals. Right now, though the numbers going up on the rent uh, basis versus uh, actual dollar value for properties completely different. So if rents only go up by you know ten percent over a five year period, but we turn around and watch the market go fifty percent, it's pretty pretty crazy. So I'm going to go to my next caller, and uh, it is Matthew in Toronto, and uh, thanks for uh, hanging in there, Matthew. Welcome to Simply Real Estate.
3: Oh, thanks for having me today, and uh, I think uh, my main point was just going to be sort of what uh, the last caller said, which is you know, let's just be generous here and give everyone a 3% wage increase this year. Uh, you know, housing prices are going up roughly about 15% a year right now, which is what I understand. You have to make up that 12% difference. And unfortunately, going into 2017, we're heading for this perfect storm. We have a carbon tax, and that is going to increase the cost living right across the board. So that $2,000 increase in the um, land transfer tax uh, benefit, that's going to go away right away there. You've got the government is also looking at increasing other areas of taxes. provincial government is looking at, uh, at increasing their uh, their quote-unquote revenue streams as well. And, you know, in fairness to Mr. Trump, one of the things that he might do that would be good for the U.S. and bad for us, he decreases the business tax rate in the U.S. Then all of a sudden there's a lot of companies that are sitting here in the GDP that all of a sudden it's not looking so unattractive right now to go back south of the border. And that, that means that our jobs... Uh, You know, the the economy, the paper economy, what we built up here over the last little while just evaporates almost overnight.
1: Right. You know what, Matthew, all good points. I'd have to agree with you on on, on virtually all of them. And one of the things that, you know, again, we'll watch and and know in the near future is what Mr. Trump's effect's going to have on, you know, obviously the the Canadian job market as well on inflation and interest rates. Because I think that a lot of this, you know, we're very reflective of the U.S. We always have been. And we're going to have to watch and see what happens there. So thanks so much for your call today, Matthew. Thanks for having me and have a great day. Thank you. So folks, 4168721010. What is your take on this? Is Donald Trump going to affect our real estate market? and did the Liberal government do enough? Well, I'm gonna to go to uh, to my next caller Louie in Toronto and, and Louie, you think that $2,000 rebate is almost an insult.
4: It's, it's a drop in the bucket. I mean uh, these government people, you think they'd no uh, basic uh, economics 101 supply and demand. The, the worst thing they ever did was institute that Greenbelt law. So it comes down to supply and demand. You take away the supply, of course the demand goes up like crazy for detached homes, and $2,000 ain't going to cut it on an $800,000 dollars semi fixer upper in Toronto.
1: No, it's I, ridiculous. I I agree 100%. So what would your solution be for something like this?
4: Oh, my, my solution would be obviously to uh, release the uh, Greenbelt laws, but it's too progressive, this government. They'd never do it. They're following Agenda 21, and let's... Uh, Let's save the birds and the animals and uh, let everybody pay 800000 900000 for a semi. So uh,
1: so yeah. it, it, your, your, your take on it is if we can get more land, which, of course, we are a shortage because of the Greenbelt properties, the way they've, they've constricted it. So if we could expand it. But, you know, again, there's got to be some other policy that's going to help first-time homebuyers because, again, prices are so high. You know, the, the new stress test is now making it even harder for them to qualify, period.
4: Or or, or the other thing is uh, reduced immigration. I mean, really, it's just the amount of people coming into the country also. So a combination of the two. I mean, you can't have a huge inflow of 100,000 people every year, plus the Greenbelt law, and expect prices to go down.
1: Yeah, no, that's a very good point. So, but is its it... Is it Our expectation that we should get the prices go down or how about stabilize and, you know, let's see if the rest of of things can catch up. You know, obviously we're not going to get there with wages, but there's got to be some incentives because it's going to be... I can tell you what they're working on.
4: They're working on people leaving the city. I mean, when you look at your hydro bills and where things are going with the cost, eventually the government will actually cause things to go down by themselves just by the fact that they're increasing costs everywhere else.
1: Yeah, and, and that's a great point. So the, the the thing is, is that should we allow the government to actually get involved in the actual housing market, or will it naturally cool itself?
4: Well, they're involved in every part of our lives. <laughs> like I say, it's uh, it's hard to get them away. And, and, I mean, actually, this Donald Trump thing is a good point. I mean, why would a company or a factory set up shop up here when they're going to be paying carbon tax, when he's going to fire up the coal plants that we've shut down, he's going to reduce their taxes? So, in fact, when people say, Companies are going to come up here. Total opposite. Companies are going to go down in Buffalo and set up shop there. Why would they set up shop in Ontario?
1: Yeah, excellent. Well, listen, Louis, thanks so much for your call today. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. Thank you. So folks, listen, you know what? All good comments. Do you have one on this? You know what? What is your take on it? 416-872-1010. You can reach me at 1-877-518-5151. Text me here at 71010. And, uh, you know, I love, I'm looking at my chat board. I'm loving this one. The $2,000 is a rounding (laughs) error. It's almost like, oh, there's a little bit of a mistake on that paper. It was $2,000. I think that's how some of you feel. And you know what? I want to hear more of your comments when we come back after this so stay with us we'll be right back and welcome back. Hey, listen, do you uh, do you have an opinion for me? What do you think? Did the Ontario government go far enough with that tax credit of being doubled for your land transfer tax of going from two dollars to $4,000? And what do you think, Donald Trump? Is it going to affect our economy here and our real estate more importantly? 416-872-1010. I would love to hear from you. one 518 5151 or text me here at 71010. Speaking of texting, um, right now, what we can take a look at is I've got a bunch of people that are saying, you know, how about a 10% a year for foreign buyer tax? Okay, not bad. They say ban foreign ownership. Never happened. Yeah, you know what? I'm pretty sure that that's, that I would agree with you 100%. I think there's, they're going to try to get some kind of foreign buyer tax going, but it says too many foreigners buying property in Canada to offshore their money and dragging prices higher. Well, you know what? That's part of what we saw in Vancouver. And so now they're not getting the foreign buyers right now and we're watching the market stabilize. If not, it's going to deteriorate and we're going to find out how much over the next six to 12 months. You know, it's really when we roll over a year over years, where we start seeing the markets change. So back in May and April of this year in Vancouver, we saw the market going through the roof, 35% increase year over year. Right now they're sitting at 20% year year over year increase. So the numbers are actually stabilizing it. If they can turn around and get down to about a 5% increase year over year, that's where they need to be. That's a stable marketplace. That's where they need to go. So I got a question for you. Like I said, did the liberal government do enough? And if you don't think they did, what is your suggestion? What can what you know what? What is your voice on what we can do for first-time home buyers? 416-872-1010. I would love to hear from you because, again, we're kind of in a stalemate situation. They turned around. They changed the rules with Canadian Mortgage and Housing. So they want to do a stress test on mortgages, which is understandable. They don't want to be stretching themselves too far. But on top of that, now they're sitting there saying, okay, well, we're going to give you this little pittance, and this should be able to motivate you. So I'm going to go to one of our callers, and it is Alana. And Alana, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi. So, what is your take on this?
5: I think that the $2,000 rebate is—it's—I don't even want to call it a joke. I think it's a publicity stunt where they're going to pretend that they care about land trans—about first-time buyers. But what they've done—they've also raised the land transfer tax on the over two million. So, if you look at it as a cycle. And as a, as a result of supply and demand, as a result of that cycle, everyone has to go somewhere else. The first-time buyers go to a move-up house, the move-up house goes to a forever house. If you've taxed the over $2 million, they can't afford to move. Therefore, the demand gets higher, and you've increased demand at every step of the way, and thrown them what you pretend is a bone when $2,000 doesn't even cover legal fees, barely cover legal fees.
1: So you made a good point, and I'll just clarify it. So for land transfer tax over $2 million, it has gone up by another 0.5 of a percent. So let's say $2 million property, so you're paying another $10,000 in your land transfer tax. So if that's the case, though, when you think about the $2 million buyer plus, you know, it, it's probably more affordable for them. And and, and I'm not downplaying the idea that $10,000 is just something people can give away. But on top of that, it's really the first time buyers, as you mentioned. And it's a great point because first time buyers actually generate all markets. And so it's very important that they need to be able to be active for everybody else to do the move up. Would you agree?
5: Yes, and that's so, I mean, it's a cycle. No, no one acts in a vacuum. And yeah. if you put more of a burden, and really today $2 million is crazy as it sounds, in Toronto really doesn't buy you much in many of the desirable areas. So it's not what it was. $2 million in some areas buys you a semi-decent semi with parking.
1: Yeah. So, and, and it's funny, that you, it's funny you mentioned that, Atlanta, because, you know, before, you know, if you if remember years and years ago, when the lotteries used to be won and they were a million dollars, everybody would high five you say, congratulations. When somebody wins a lottery today of a million dollars, they turn around and say, oh, sorry, you didn't win the big one. You know, it's, it's amazing. So the perception, a two million dollar house today in Toronto really is not that big a stretch as far as a price where you know years ago it was you you'd be paying you know something like that for the bridal path so you're right mar- the market has definitely changed so thanks so much for your call today Atlanta it was greatly appreciated thank you thank you <laughs> So you know what, folks, it's interesting. You know, everybody has a different take on this. 416-872-1010. I'd love to hear your take on it. You know, there are people that think that the foreign buyers being involved are, are pushing our markets in the wrong direction. Again, Toronto doesn't have the same number of foreign buyers as the Vancouver market did. And this is one of those things that we have to keep our eye on, is the fact that right now, the government decided that they are not going to put in a special foreign buyer tax for properties here in Ontario. Now, was that prudent or should they have something in place? So, again, they continue on studies, and it's amazing. You know, if, if there was a business for all of us to get into, it would probably be the, the business of studies for the government because they sure are employing a lot of people to do these studies. And the question is, is that are they actually utilizing the information properly, and are they getting the right information? You know, this was a big struggle when BC went through this a few, a few months ago where they got misinformation. At one point, they actually thought and this is what they had released in the media, that foreign buyers only made up a small portion of the actual sales. They said as low as 5%. When the real number came out, it was astronomically higher. And so it was you know, 35 40%, 50% in some areas. So um, I'm going to go to one of our callers, and it's Chuck. And hi, Chuck. Welcome to Simply Real Estate.
6: Hi, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, no uh, yeah I've, I've got kind of a two-pointed uh, comment here. First of all, the political will is not there. It's always lean on taxes, tax people more. You know, fiscal responsibility is like a dirty word, but um, the fact is, I think I think the, the province's coffers are being a bit mismanaged. So uh, yeah, let's not let's not spend the whole comment on that. Um, I don't agree with a lot of liberal policies and a lot of the uh, the way they they spend money. And the second thing is, and I think it uh, it goes back to the core that the problem is, uh, you know, if, if you want to have more, um, want less. I think. Uh, Listen, I'm 51. I've seen a lot of younger people trying to buy homes and think that they're entitled to buy homes that way beyond their capabilities. I don't agree with having to uh, only put down five or 10% of a house now. It's up to 10. That is not enough money to buy a house. You're going to put yourself in a very difficult situation. So, you know, yeah, the new, you know, the doubling of the uh, the uh, land transfer tax rebate is uh, is nice that they doubled it, but it's a pittance. But really, when you look at it, why should people be relying on the government to help them buy a house? Yeah. And, and you can combine that with the fact that I think that having a land tran- transfer tax, is disgraceful to begin with. But, yeah. you know, yeah, we but, can go in yeah, circles. Yeah,
1: and, and they've got to generate tax dollars somewhere, and they always will. So Well, of course. Yeah, excellent. Well, thanks so much for your call today, okay. Chuck. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you. So, interesting point. So, you know what? I'm just going to try to squeeze in one more caller here before we go to our break, and it is Omar from Toronto. And, Omar, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Good, thanks. So, just a quick point. Uh, The land transfer tax uh, rebate is a joke, is it? It's a a joke. I mean, it's not going to help first-time buyers
0: at all. If they want to help first-time buyers, what they need to do is eliminate the land transfer tax on the trade-up buyers so the trade-up buyers can afford to move and make room for the first-time buyer to get into the market. Right now, for the average person to trade up in real estate from their first home to their second home, you're looking at probably a minimum of about $60,000 in expenses between commissions and double land transfer tax, etc.
1: Yeah, good point. And that's all money that, are, uh, that gets disappeared, right? Like, it doesn't actually form any form of equity in your property. So it's that, it's, just it's, just, it's that it's money you kiss and- goodbye. That's right. That's just the cost to do business. cost of doing business, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's a joke. It's crazy. It, it is. And it's a very good point by you on that. And um, you know what? Some people, you know, I don't think they realize the, the actual cost involved in actually buying and selling real estate and start trading up. And so this is pure equity. This is profit that people are losing. So great point, Omar. I really appreciate that one.
0: Well, just one, more, one sure. more point, if you don't mind. Yeah. When you, when you buy your property, you're buying it with after-tax dollars, and it's supposed to be a tax-free investment. When, you, when it's your principal residence. And when you consider yeah. the amount of land transfer tax you have to pay, it, it, it doesn't make it a tax-free investment anymore.
1: Yep, excellent. Good point. Anyways, thanks so much for your call today, Omar. We greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. So, folks, listen, um, you know what? I want to keep hearing from you. So, 416-872-1010. You can text me here at 71010. And um, we're going to be going to a quick break in a second. But when we come back, I'm going to take more of your calls. Make sure you stay on the line if you're currently holding, because I do want to hear from you. And remember, our question today is, did the Liberals do enough? And is Donald Trump going to tank our market? Four 416- one six eight seven two ten ten i'll be right back after this so stay with us in the pc kitchen we're always asking what if like what if the cheese rind was as good as the cheese what if it made the cheese even better better on a cheese plate in a warm fondue or just out of the oven au gratin and what if an age-old recipe could taste new again President's Choice Soft-Washed Cheese. One of 20 new must-tries from this holiday's PC Insiders Collection. The more we explore, the more we discover. Available at Real Canadian Superstore.
0: Simply Real Estate continues with Todd C. Slater. News Talk 1010.
1: And welcome back. Hey, listen, you know what? I love that my my text board is lighting up and some great comments. I'm just going to go to those quickly before we uh, have a chat with some of our callers. Uh, Liberals are laughing at us. They only can con us. Their tinkering is a joke. Trump will have more of an impact. He'll kill regulation on Wall Street, corporate America. Rich will even get richer. And once again, no middle class gains. When Wall Street tanks the economy and again, try not to own real estate. So that's Kathy from Burlington. Thank you, Kathy. Always appreciate comments. And it's Ali from Brampton. The number one, we should stop foreign investors. He says we do. We don't need them to boost our economy. We don't need them before, and we and we have a strong economy now. We are just making the corporation corporation richer, and average Canadian, the next generation poorer. Good comment. And also, why should Trump's election tank our market? I like this one. When all of the slebs. Say that they are moving to Canada if he won, and they'll come with all their money. It should drive prices higher. <laughs> Great comment. Love it. Uh, so I'm going to uh, go to one of our callers, John from Toronto. Thanks for hanging on there, John.
0: Well, thanks for taking my call.
1: Yeah, no problem. So what do you think? Well, I, 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 lo- I, think I love your analogy, by the way. But I, you- yeah, <laughs> I, think, I,
0: think, I live in Willowdale, okay. and Willowdale is Vancouver. There is tons of foreign investment here. So what's happening is basically there's a ripple effect. It's affecting the entire market right from right up to Barry. So that's what's really happening. It's a domino effect. And what's in the, the real estate uh, you know, professionals always complain where there's no supply. Well, the reason why there's no supply is people cannot move. The move-up buyer cannot move out of their own neighborhood to, say, a better home in the same neighborhood because the prices went from
1: $2 million to $4 million. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great point, and even though they probably got in at a lot lower and they're and they've done well, they're still such a big step to move up. So, not many people, I think, want to do a lateral move at this time because it doesn't make sense. You're not getting any. You're not getting a better home. You're probably going to get something a little bit worse and probably yep. not nearly the location that you currently have.
0: That's correct. And it, and basically, I mean, if you want the industry to be healthy, we want the real estate to be healthy. You know, you have to help the move-up buyer, too, and that's going to help the, the, the first-time buyer because we'll be moving our house, and they'll have that house at a reasonable price, and we'll get a house at a reasonable price.
1: Yep, all all great comments. Thanks so much, John, for, uh, for hanging in there. Okay, thank Th- you. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, you know, folks, good point. You know, it's, again, it's a rippling effect. How do you move up? I mean, if you will currently own and you're trying to take the next step, what price range are you going to get stuck going to, or do you have to move that much further out of town to get a better home at the same price that you currently have the value in yours? Uh, I'm going to go to Adam in Toronto, and uh, thanks, Adam, for hanging on. Yeah, no worries. I have
7: two uh, opinions, and I'm just interested to, to hear your thoughts. Okay. Um... Firstly, with regard to uh, foreign ownership, you know, we spend a lot of money on cheap stuff that's made all over the world, specifically in less secure economies. And that's created a lot of wealth overseas and here at home. And I think it's unrealistic to think that, you know, all this wealth that's being created uh, out in the rest of the world isn't going to be secured in, you know, more secure Western countries. And I'm just concerned that if we tax foreign ownership too much, they'll either A, find complicated ways of buying it anyways through either trust arrangements or foreign corporations, or B, it might have some adverse effects in some other ways. I'm just worried about making a knee-jerk reaction without knowing how much foreign ownership actually exists in the city because I really haven't seen a lot of numbers
1: that... yeah and 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 that's a great point Adam because you know I would agree with you on this because right now the numbers um, aren't very clear but it's not at the same level that they had in BC so you know I would imagine the GTA market right now should be sitting on probably about 5 to 7% foreign foreign buyers at most which is not detrimental to the actual market itself it's when you start getting into those 30 40 and 50% numbers
7: And then then one more thing. Um, We always talk about cheap money in the form of low interest rates, but I don't think a lot of people talk about free money coming from the government. We have a lot of people in this country, uh, especially in both areas of the city, above the age of 65, that can have money stuck in their house, no tax because primary residence, Uh, registered assets that don't pay tax because they leave it there, or inside corporations that they don't draw out of income. And as a result, they get a free seven dollars $8,000 a year from the government in the form of old age security just because they're artificially deflating their income to make less than $70,000 a year. We give free eight dollars $9,000 a year to people making sixty seventy thousand dollars 70000 a year just because old-age security is structured in a very inconvenient way. If the government was serious about helping young people get into the housing market, then it would take a much bigger change than a few thousand dollars a year in the form of a rebate on taxes. But obviously that change is so much more complicated, and yep,
1: you know, I, you know, I, so that's, that's going to happen. Yeah, I agree with all your points, and thanks so much for calling in today, Adam. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. So, you know what? Interesting points. And hey, by the way, I just noticed up on one of our monitors, they say that Kathleen's ratings are actually going down. She's below 20%. Can you believe that? And Mike, you know what? I look at that. I can't believe that. twenty Less than 20%. Absolutely shocking. In fact, on our chat board, it said, Kathleen Wynne will get reelected because we embrace incompetence and loved the waste of money, both the private and public sectors. We love being losers. <laughs> oh, boy. I got to tell you that. You know what? I, I, I'm i sorry we have to laugh at it because we, you know what? we, You know what? The, the people of Ontario did elect her. So, you know what? You get what you elect. Um, so, folks, I've got a, uh, I got a special guest that's, uh, that's called in. And um, he's actually been a guest here at uh, at Simply Real Estate before. And um, I'm going to be joined by Mr. Timothy Brown. And uh, Timothy, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, Todd. It's great to be on the air again. You, you know, uh, Tim, I uh, I asked for you to call in because um, next week, November 26th, on Ask the Expert, which is actually right after my show, Simply Real Estate. You have a new show starting, and um, I thought I would uh, you know, let our listeners just kind of tune in to kind of get ready for it. And um, so can you tell us what you're going to be doing?
8: Sure, Todd. Thanks for asking. Basically, we're talking about the business of buying and selling a business. Thousands of the listeners on the air today and many next week will be an owner or want to be an owner of a business and I'm just going to talk about the pros and cons and the ins and outs of buying and selling a business in this great nation.
1: Okay. So, Tim, you've got, you've got years and years and years of experience of selling medical professional businesses as well as other businesses. Um, you know, in fact, uh, you're, uh, you've been in the business now, I would imagine, somewhere in the neighbourhood of about 35 years, if I'm not mistaken.
8: Yeah, that's correct, Todd. I, I bought my business from my dad many years ago, and we've been helping many people to exit ownership with dignity and profitably, but there's many complications. People think about selling the business to their kids, their management team, their competitor, and there's a multitude of issues, and I'm going to try and cover them as many as I can, starting next Saturday at 5 p.m.
1: Excellent. On Ask the Experts. And um, I do believe you also have a training seminar coming up. When is that?
8: That's Saturday, January 21st at the Mississauga Golf and Country Club, 9.15 to 11.15 a.m. Anybody listening that's interested in buying or selling a business right now can check out timothyabrown.ca. Just like it sounds, folks, timothyabrown.ca. All the details are there. I'll be on the air next Saturday, 5 p.m. on Ask the Experts.
1: Excellent. Well, thanks so much for joining us here at Simply Real Estate, Tim. Always a pleasure, and uh, we look forward to your new show. Thanks, Todd. Another great show. Thank you. So, folks, you know what? It's uh, it's been interesting. A lot of people's take on it. You know, again, I'm not shocked at this because you know, taking a look at what has been offered out as a as a, I call it a pittance. In fact, one of our callers said it's like shooting an elephant with a pea shooter. Um, You know, the truth is, the extra two thousand dollars in land transfer tax really is not going to motivate, I think, any first time home buyer to get into the market right now. Obviously, affordability is a key thing. You know, we look towards a lot of the governing bodies, things like, you know, area, you know, province of Ontario to finally unlock property, you know, let developers come in, make more affordable housing that people are able to purchase. And again, you know, we understand everybody wants to have a profit center, but unless we have a major market adjustment, a lot of the first time home buyers are going to remain you know homeless for the fact that they will become tenants and long-term tenants. Now for some that's not a bad solution cuz in here in Toronto, you know, there are some wonderful properties for rent and when you rent them, then you actually are it costs you much less to rent than to own right now. You know, if you take your typical investment property, if you look at a property at $400,000 and you're looking at carrying a mortgage, let's say of 80% if you actually put 20% down, which is a big nut to put down, but if if you do it, you know, your, your mortgage itself is probably going to run you about $1,400 plus your property taxes, plus if it's a condominium, you've got your condominium fees, where you might be able to rent this property for $1,600, but if you owned it, it's going to cost you $2,200 to carry it. So there is advantages right now in the marketplace to renting. You know what? If you're going to rent, keep in mind, keep it at a one-year rate. You know, that would be great. You know, don't don't push yourself too far. And, you know, make it that uh, if you happen to see an opportunity to buy something. Sometimes people buy from their landlord. You know, they look at it, they're able to create a deal and they are able to purchase from their landlord direct. That way they don't have to move. You know, you can sometimes get a deal at that point, but You know what? Don't get disheartened. I don't see the market adjusting a lot. But again, if we're able to free up inventory, if not, you're going to be looking into the outer markets. And sorry, it does create a little bit of a drive. If you're looking for investment real estate, as most of you know, you can go to the simpleinvestor.com. We will be having some new releases coming up in 2017. There's absolutely nothing right now. Um, You can get on our list for our next seminar, which will be uh, coming up in the winter of 2017. And of course, uh, what we do is we make the world of real estate investment simple by managing, fully managing your tenant guaranteeing your rents and making life simple. But we also have our latest program. It's the new RRSP program. It allows people to actually invest their RSps. It's called the Simple RRSP program. And again, you can go to thesimpleinvestor.com to find out more. Um, I'd just like to thank everybody for participating in today's show. Awesome. Uh, You know what? So many phone calls. Always awesome. And lots of people texting in. And again, it's great to see your opinions on it. Everybody's got a little bit of a diversity to it. You know, some people think Donald Trump's going to be an okay guy. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, I want to thank my producer, Mike. Uh, Great job. Thank you, as always, when we're working together. And I am your host, Todd C. Slater. I'll be back next Saturday. At 4 p.m. Enjoy uh, the Santa Claus Parade tomorrow and stay warm. You know what? Winter's on its way. We'll talk to you next week.